0: fuck is with this shit oh guys i uh i don't know if i got this working or not sorry this fucking truck keeps auto playing fucking this uh this mexican fucking music i mean it's not just mexican music it auto plays whatever's on my phone i mean it is my music i don't want to fucking uh single out the the mexicans here um oh shit i'm going the wrong way i just can't stand the autoplay like fuck like, let me decide what I want to do. You know what I mean? Like, so much technology is, you know, it is, I hate, hate to just fucking summarize technology. Technology is fantastic in what we can do. It's absolutely phenomenal when you take a step back and think of how much we have and how much we didn't used to have. Um, like, I, I always like to fucking remind myself to be grateful for everything. But also, there's a lot of things where it's like, what the fuck? Where things aren't working properly. Or things are, like, programmed to do a certain thing. And it's dumber than fuck. There's no explanation for it. You're just like, some fucking idiot made it this way for no fucking reason. Not for anyone's benefit. Like, fuck off. It's like Ron, Ron White. I was, listening, I was watching uh, some, some fucking stand-up of him last night. And like I said last episode, I love anyone named Ronald, obviously. And Ron White's fucking hilarious. Um, but he's talking about how they have this automatic fucking Japanese toilet. That fucking automatically goes up. Now, again, do I need to mention that they're Japanese? Absolutely. Those are some of the most fucking phenomenally um, uh, more more advanced people than than we'll ever understand here in North America. So, uh, anyway, I, I um, what the fuck was I talking about? Oh, yeah, so he's got these fucking toilets that automatically go up. So now, when he goes to use a regular fucking toilet that's not doesn't have an automatic lid, he just pisses all over the top of it. Also, he's a raging alcoholic, so these these, these things are you know, and that's a deadly combination. So uh, it's just like automatic doors; you get so used to automatic doors, and then you fucking you go to a regular a regular Manuel fucking manual one, and then you just walk into the thing like a fucking absolute retard. Um. So anyway. This is the life we chose. <laughs> I, I use that line. I'm, I got to leave. So I use that line constantly to summarize everything. Um, this is the life we've chosen. I use that line a lot. It's actually a paraphrase. It's a, Or a misquote. Paraphrase is a great way to say misquote. of. Um, it's from The Godfather where he's like, This is the business we have chosen. And I, don't know, I just say this is the life we have chosen. It's a paraphrase. It, it's the same idea, but I, I, I it, it's, it, it, essentially was a misquote. But I've been saying that like my, it, it just applies to everything. Anytime you say anything, just say, ah, this is the life we've chosen. You know. Especially to people who are like, no, when 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 like, like to be victimized. It's like, no, this is the fucking life you chose. Yeah, a lot of things are chosen for you, but there's so many, there's so much choice in life. You know, you need to accept that fucking, um, you know what I mean, if everything is out of your hands, then you've just given up all fucking control of your life and all fucking choices, then yeah, you can sit around and fucking cry about it, I guess, if that's what you want to do, that's what you've chosen, again, that's the life you've chosen, but, uh, I like to, uh, I like to play both sides, you know, that's the life I've chosen, anyway, I gotta get the fuck in this hardware store, and then I'm, uh, I got a lot of shit to do, guys, do I gotta explain that I got shit to do? This is a a busy life that I've chosen. Okay, I'm not complaining about this. This is uh, yeah, yeah. Choose life. Uh, that's the only fucking thing I remember. Is I'm I'm, I'm quoting the entirety, or sorry, <laughs> I'm I'm quoting the end of that that speech at the beginning of Train Spotting, where he's just telling you how to choose all this shit. So anyway, choose life. That's that's the only part I'm going to fucking quote. Otherwise, I'm going to be standing sit, sitting here like an asshole for the next 45 minutes trying to remember the whole bit. Or well, I could just look it up, but fuck, what do I look like? I choose not to, so fuck off. All right, what's happening, everybody? I hope you can hear me. I don't know if uh, sometimes I'm worried that the audio is not going to pick up in this fucking truck because I don't know if it goes through this microphone over here, if it goes through my phone. Either way, I'll try to speak up. Um, the only time, actually, I think the audio gets fucked is when I'm in my neighborhood, and I've explained this many times. All right, it's uh, because I don't like being fucking noisy. I get real quiet when I'm, uh, you know, in my neighborhood because I don't want to be a loud fucking asshole disrupting my own neighborhood. I mean, I don't want to disrupt anyone's neighborhood. Um, that's why I'm trying, when I'm in a quiet residential place, especially in the evening, I don't like to fucking yell. when I, when I, my usual broadcasting is out in the middle of fucking nowhere in the country, so, and I'm in a car, so it's like, fuck, if you can hear me, you're way too fucking close. I would love to live out in the fucking country so that I'm not constantly being fucking watched and constantly being fucking listened to, but this is the fucking life I chose, Alright? Now, I love, uh, there's good and bad, right? The thing is, as much as I, I'm annoyed to shit by, uh, people, monitoring my every move, and then trying to talk to me all the time, it's nice to be, to live in town on the grid, because you get a whole bunch of other fucking bonuses, you know, it costs a fortune to live in the country. I mean, it costs a fortune to live anywhere now, but, uh you know, you're hooked, when you're hooked up to the grid, you got the sewer, you got the fucking water, you got the fucking, the Wi-Fi, you know, you got all this shit going, it's nice, alright, you gotta like, you gotta, you gotta look at the perks, you know, you got all these places walking distance, I don't really go anywhere lately, but, uh, you know, there's lots of great places I can walk to when I do, I got a nice gym there, fucking five minutes from my house, um, I don't know. It's all kinds of great shit that you gotta. You, you can't take for granted, you know. you got to fuck... Or, sorry, you very much can take for granted, but if you do, you're a piece of shit. There. Is that a better way to phrase that? Oh, look, a little puppy. It's kind of like a lamb. That's weird. That dog really looks like a fucking lamb. I think that dog's half lamb. Um, I was just reading or, something about this. Uh, and by reading, I mean listening to an audiobook about uh, evolution and how... It'd be really cool if, like, you know, two species could mate and then have... Uh, you know what I mean? Like, have offspring that were a combination of those two things. Um, like, just, you know, in one generation. It's like, well, as fascinating as this is, and as wonderful as that sounds... It sounds like you just want to fuck animals. So, you need to work through that, pal. Fuck. Disgusting. ha, <laughs> ha. I always say, you know, never never fucking kink shame, never make someone feel bad um, about what they're into. That being said, you know, some someone starts talking about fucking kids or animals or animal kids. You gotta fucking, you gotta say something. There has to be a line. Um, And that's, that's the line right there, you know, anything between two consenting adult humans. You know, see, that's a thing. Two consenting adults, you have to have that qualifier in. Someone's going to be fucking an adult fucking horse or some shit. Uh, <laughs> ah, fuck. Anyway, what are you going to do? But then you get the, there where someone wants to fucking bring the line way, way, way back and start going after fucking, you know, all these other groups of people. And it's like, fuck off. And like, you might say, oh, that's all well and good because I'm not a part of these groups. I'm not gay or trans or fucking whatever. I'm not uh, any of, part of any of these groups, so I'm going to join the fucking hate group. The only thing is, is like if you let a hate group or whoever the, whatever the fuck you want to call them, you want to let some group impose their fucking uh, their will on you, then it's like, that's all well and good until you become one. You, on, on, right up until you're no longer one of the protected in that fucking group. So, uh, yeah, right now they might be going after trans and gays and and abortions and, you know, all this fucking, like, you know, and it might not affect you directly, but eventually they're going to come after you, right? Just like, and it's not just the far right, the far left is just as fucked, you know? They're, uh, once you just go far in in either direction, you, you let this fucking oppressive group run your fucking world, you're fucked. Like, uh, I remember, uh... Frank Zappa was talking about this, how like America's moving towards a fascist theocracy, and the people he was talking to are fucked, because in their mind, they the biggest fucking worry is, uh, you know, like, like l- music lyrics, the most like, like, you know, what I mean, especially like Frank Zappa's got the most harmless fucking music lyrics ever, like. He's, You know, he's just got zany, goofy fucking shit, at least on the surface. He's actually a musical, he was a musical fucking genius as far as composing went, like, how far ahead of his time was, um, with so many fucking things. But, regardless, it's, uh, he's not for everyone, he's kind of an acquired taste, you know, you really gotta learn to appreciate his music, like, a lot of times it doesn't just fucking, like, it just seems silly at first. The point of this is, though, it's the most harmless fucking music ever, and these fucking crazy right-wingers fucking attacked him with all they had just to fucking villainize him to make him seem like, you know, he's the the cause of all fucking problems in America. And he's like, that's the stupidest shit ever. Like, he's actually a very intelligent guy, too, so he could actually defend himself. And he would often um, defend himself and just be like, this is ridiculous. And he was explaining how, um, you know, these crazy right-wingers are moving for fascist theocracy, and they're like, no way, because... You know, like with all the permissiveness. Like in their mind the world's gone to hell in a handbasket or at least that is what they're selling. Because that's the way they operate. They need to make you afraid and then they need to pretend to be your savior. The perfect fucking uh actually metaphor for this was um Dave Chappelle used when he was just talking about how uh you know, that that guy would like beat his fucking hooker, that pimp guy or whatever. That was a really good book. Uh it's fucked, I mean so fucked up, but, uh, anyway, this, like, a pimp will beat the shit out of his hooker, and then afterwards, he'll, like, draw her a bath and, like, take care of her, and she'll just remember that part of it, and, actually, no, I, I think, uh, sorry, that was just part of it, but the other part was, um, he made her think that he was, like, like, that she committed a murder or some shit, and then he was gonna save her, but it was all just a big fucking hoax. Anyway, the important thing to remember here is the formula is to make someone very, very, very afraid, um, usually irrationally, and then uh, convince this person that you're going to save them. That's the way these fucking people operate. That's why they want you to be afraid of other countries and afraid of other people. They want you to be afraid of the people living in your own country. They want you to be afraid of drugs. They want you to be afraid of swearing and music and bad words. fucking all, and video games, they, they want to keep you afraid, and then they want you to convince you that they're going to save you from all this shit, it's absolutely fucking absurd, but it's been working for, since the dawn of mankind, so, and it still works today, as ridiculous it is from an outside perspective, it's a fucking tried and true formula, so, can you really blame anyone for using this shit? It's the same formula for religion. The thing is, is religion's a lot harder to sell unless you have to take advantage of children or very desperate people in hospitals or rehab centers or prisons. Either um, that, you have to develop. You have to, you have to take either extremely desperate people like I just described, or you have to take advantage of children because their brains aren't developed and they're a lot more naive and they don't understand. So you got to take advantage of that, and that's how you convince. That's that's the ultimate version of convincing people to be afraid because you you put constant fear. There's no reprieve. You're just gonna live in constant fear uh, because you gotta follow some fucking stupid rules, whatever the fuck they may be. Some may be good, maybe some may be like absolutely ridiculous, and you gotta follow these rules according to whoever the fuck's telling you, whatever their version of is that they're giving to you, or else you're you're gonna fucking go and be you know tortured for eternity. That's or or you know what I mean. You're gonna fucking receive eternal fucking uh, bliss or whatever. So the thing is, is you're you're functioning on the fu- you're not. And then a lot of religious will argue that there's no morality without religion, but the exact opposite is the truth. Because now you're no longer doing things because it's right or wrong. You're not operating out of true morality or fucking anything. You're just operating on out of fear. Of ultimate fucking punishment, or um, the promise of fucking reward, and it's completely fucking broken. So anyway, that's uh, that's religion. But the the fucking the thing is, is you don't really need that shit anymore because now you have the media. The media is a far more advanced version of religion. I can control the way people think, the way people act. You can control their thoughts far more fucking effectively without having to brainwash them as much as kids through that, like, you don't have to use as much crazy fucking method. It's a lot easier to fucking, uh, control people with video games, TV shows, movies, um, uh, and social media and all that shit is far more advanced than trying to fucking convince people with just a goddamn Bible and a bunch of fucking fairy tales now it's like, so it's like, it's an outdated, not completely defunct, these things are still working in many parts of the fucking world, but are being replaced with more advanced versions, the problem is, is the fucking, um, is the, the end result is the same, is people being controlled, you know, so, what am I going to do, tell you how to think, wouldn't that make me a fucking hypocrite here, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking, uh, I'm criticizing that exact fucking thing, right? You can think whatever the fuck you want or believe your thoughts are your own and then you put them there yourself. Go ahead. Believe it. Um, I won't judge you. Just joking. I judge everybody constantly. I'm fucking exhausted. By the end of the day, it's not all the fucking physical labor, all the fucking thinking. It's all the judging. Judging everybody. Everybody. All at once. <laughs> Now another thing about religion, I could sit here and trash religion all day, and I will. Um, it's just, it's it's easy though. It's not. It's like you're picking on someone. Like I remember, uh, people used to pick on this kid who had like he was like mentally disabled in some way. I don't fucking know. Kids weren't properly diagnosed as much in the old days, and even when you're a kid, you don't fully understand it. But it was like, it's just so easy to pick on these guys and fuck with them and trick them. So it's like, it's the same thing with religious, religions and religious people. It falls apart. It's so fucking easy to criticize and it falls apart. So because it's easy, that's what we're going to do. I'm just not going to take too much pride in it, all right? Um, But like, yeah, the whole materialism thing where people say like, you know, obviously Christianity and uh, like... Islam and all that are, like, truly, like, you can see how toxic and fucking damaging they are when followed, you know, how much violence and hate can be fucking created from that shit. Like, more people have killed each other from a religion than any other fucking thing. But then again, people will say, oh, well, you know, there's, th- there's these atheist regimes. And it's like, mm, that's horseshit. shit. The only reason totalitarian and tyrannical fucking uh, regimes will fight religion is because they're fighting for that power. And that just goes to show how much power they fucking have. But it's not the atheism itself. has it's no platform. It's like we are saying how music is the one thing that makes everyone fucking violent and evil and all that shit. That, that whole load of shit. Same thing with video games. It's not true. But um, if you were to sell it that way, that would be like saying the best music to use would be I don't listen to the radio. Or like the radio off position is your favorite station. That's, that's one of my favorite metaphors for just when people describe atheism as a religion. It doesn't fucking work. Yeah, so, uh, what are you gonna do? I mean, it's, um, the thing is, it's built right into it to, uh, have to defend it to the death, to to form an emotional bond with this shit. It's, that's what marketing is. It's tricking people into fucking forming an emotional bond with fucking bullshit to make you think that, like, you know what I mean? And it's, it tricks your fucking brain into thinking this shit has some sort of fucking value because you associate it with your family, you know what I mean? You associate it with friends and everything that, like, you know, that, that's the way it's supposed to be. But it's like, and then people will say, oh, okay, well, what about, like, you know, Buddhism? Like, that's, you know, it, and I, I do respect like, a lot of the, the fucking theories, just like I respect a lot of the great fucking theories. Like, people think, like, oh, just because uh, some of these religions hijack some, like, good morals or some good fables, some good fucking... Uh, things that like you, it has to be all or nothing. And it's horse shit. It's like, you can take all the good and leave all the shit behind. And with Buddhism, I love the minimalism. I love like rejecting materialism. Um, you know, so, but you can do that without Buddhism, but also it's just like, or without any fucking religion, but all these religions have that like, okay, so it's not as toxic as a lot of the other ones, but it's like, okay, so you should, in my opinion, if well, it fucking means anything, it is so rewarding to fucking reject materialism, to, be, to learn to fucking live with way less. Um, you know, I. To, to some extent, we all understand that. But the thing is, why the fuck are, are these groups of people or whatever, like these, you know... Why are they convincing you of that? You know, you always have to question that. What is the fucking motive? Because if people who have all the wealth and all the power and all the resources are trying to convince you to not have any power and not have any wealth and not have any resources, like, why do you think they're trying to convince you that? Because they want you to be happier and live a good life? Yeah, they want to convince you to be happier while they take everything you got and then they fucking convince you that it's noble and moral and fucking great to, uh, to live like a piece of shit. So, uh... Anyway, there, that's my take on that. I gotta go for now, so I'm gonna sign out, and then I'll, I'll be back later. So God bless you all. I love you. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back. Big Brother Chap here. Fuck, I recorded a ton of fucking shit, and it all got fucking fucked up and deleted. Now I am absolutely feeling drained. Like, I feel like I've already given so much, like, top quality content. And it's just disappeared into the fucking goddamn abyss. Okay, guys? It's abysmal. Pepto-abysmal. Alright? That's where your tummy hurts. Because, um... Because you have no future. You know? It's just all blank. The nothing you know like in uh, Never Ending story i like to reference that movie a lot you know i don't even know if i've watched that as an adult i think i've seen bits and pieces but uh no i i i don't know it's, it's sometimes it's fun to watch rewatch things as an adult that you watched a lot as a little kid and um, you because you because you appreciate uh different things that you wouldn't have picked up on as a kid cuz you're looking at it with a new set of eyes you know but then the other fucking thing, and I like to look up things on both sides of my fence sitter, you know this, um, is then you're going to look at it with extreme criticism as well, because you're a lot more cynical and critical as you get older, and you're going to be like, what the fuck is this? Not only that, you don't realize how much uh, like special effects and technology has, has fucking improved until you watch some old shit, or play some old video game, you're like, what the fuck is this? And then you realize how shitty it was. So that's one thing. Don't don't always trust your memory, you know. Sometimes it'll romanticize... Um, fucking... Things from your past. That weren't as great as you think they are. Or you know what? Maybe they are as great as you think they are. And you can fuck off. So either way, like I said, you know, it's both... both. You gotta look at it both ways. But anyway, that's the... Um, that, that ties into what I was saying before about like people on the, on a... You know, trying to enforce their fucking, like, especially like far right people trying to uh, enforce their fucking, you know, fascist theocracy and all that. It's, um, it all boils down to just what I'm talking about, romanticizing your fucking youth and your past and just saying, this is the, what I'm used to, this is what I like, let's keep everything this way because I'm used to it and I like it. And um, let's not change anything because that's, that's what I'm used to, which is all well and good when you when it's what you're fucking used to and what you're you know what I mean but like that only works for so long and then it's like well but also it it guarantees no improvement yeah things can't get worse if you keep everything the same but nothing can ever get improved nothing can ever get better and you gotta look to people that really commit to this shit like the Amish or people who live in like some fucking jungle somewhere you know they didn't improve and that's uh, that's their choice, you know, and who's to say what's better or worse, you know, if living in this fucking modern society is good or living in, like, a fucking Bushman of the Kalahari is the fucking way to go. I just rewatched. watched uh, yeah, something that really holds its value is uh, The Gods Must Be Crazy. There's also a sequel, but anyway, I feel like they captured enough in the first one. Um, there was a lot of stuff about like uh warmongers and 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 all that shit that i don't really remember but the basic principle is fantastic and it it applies to all um human history and human uh future it's a it's timeless that that would be a better way to to word that (laughs) is um that you know there's just like a tribe that lives without any sort of any any fucking technology or anything from the modern world and they just you know what I mean, they just, they're just they just hunter-gatherers sort of things, and like, they're sort of people, that's how they live, and then some fucking dick is flying overhead, because this is in modern society, and by modern I mean like the 70s or 80s, whenever the fuck the thing is, made. and there's like all these bustling metropolises not far from where they are, but they've managed to stay completely preserved as as many um, groups of people have, where they just don't have any modern technology at all, and, um, yeah, some guy just drops a Coke bottle into their fucking society and it totally fucks up everything. Because it was the first thing. First they're like, oh my God, it's a gift from the gods. This is fantastic. And then they start using it as a toy. They start using it as a fucking a grain smasher and all this shit. They use it for everything. But there's only one of them and they have no way to reproduce it. And then they start fighting over it. And then they one guy smashes each other. And they, they used to be a, a completely uh, violence-free people. Um. Because there's no need for violence, or there's absolutely no uh, extra time or energy to put forth into violence when you have to survive as a fucking tribe. So, anyway, um, they're like, we gotta dispose of this thing. And the guy goes to the end of the earth to throw it over. And uh, I, I think he just finds a cliff or some shit, as far as I remember. But, anyway, it's a great fucking story. It's a lot better to just watch the fucking movie than listen to my or or just read someone else's fucking summary the point is though is um yeah to try to keep everything the way that you fucking want is it's, it's absurd you know like yeah i appreciate nostalgia and i appreciate looking back and enjoying the fucking better simpler times of your youth but it's like it's being young is better than than being old in a lot of ways, not always, but in a lot of ways, being young was great. And so then you romanticize your fucking past and say that was the way that everyone should live because that's better. And that's that's the whole basis for so much of this fucking the right wing theocracy. Now I feel like the right's getting bashed enough. The left is needs needs some fucking hits too. Because um, that now to say that progress is good is great, but then when you're like, okay, no, now we have to force everybody to progress. That is, that, that too is corrupt, that also is fucked You know, when you're forcing your, uh, again, you're forcing your fucking will onto other people So you have to land somewhere in the fucking middle Um, which is, which is hard, you know But, it's actually, no, sorry, sorry, it's actually the most natural fucking thing in the world The most ridiculous, absurd fucking thing Is to imagine that the entire planet is divided between these two imaginary fucking groups Um but the, there is a, there's a comfort in it to say that I'm progressive, or that I'm conservative, or I'm liberal, on this or that, and I'm just going to pick a side. Depending, like, you're know, blue or red, I'm just going to pick a fucking side, and then I'm going to, you know, define my entire fucking life and personality based on that fucking side. It's so fucking absurd. There's 0% people that are 100% left or right. I'll just tell you that right now, I'll say that again, 0%. There's no fucking way you could ever assign yourself 100% to either side because a guarantee on one issue or another, even if it's only one, which is also absurd, you're going to feel uh, the opposite way um, about something. So anyway, um, but nevertheless, it is uh, it is it is a way to fucking control the people because you pit them against each other. You divide and conquer. As long as we are divided we'll always be conquered and as long as we're um, you know united we'll stand you know what i mean it's uh but we're not we're never gonna be fucking fully united the or sorry let me um i don't deal in absolutes it seems like we're never gonna be fully united the only way we'd ever be fully united is if we had a common enemy that's why we're constantly given enemies whether they be real or, or absolute fucking absolutely ridiculously false um That's why we're uh, pitted against each other constantly. But the only way we would ever actually stand united would be to, uh, like, if we had a fucking alien invasion. And we'd only be united against them, you know. It's like Independence Day. Although it's a fictional movie, that is, uh, (laughs) that's the only, in in fantasy, is the only place where we all would stand together against a common enemy. Actually, a much better version of this is um, where George Jefferson... Fuck, it took me a second to remember the Jeffersons and Archie Bunker. They hate each other because they're racist. And um, the thing is, <laughs> they find out there's a, a Puerto Rican going, uh, a Puerto Rican? How do you say that? It all sounds wrong now. Puerto Rican, Puerto Rican. Um, anyway, they're, they, they find out a fucking Latino or Latin X, whatever the fuck it's supposed to be. Now there's an example of some stupid fucking nonsense. Um... Anyway, they're. Um, they find out some fucking Spanish goddamn fucking person is going to move into the neighborhood. And so they, they team up together and they start working against this fucking. Uh... Actually, I think that's how it goes. Am I. I can't remember. Oh, yeah. First, they're warring with each other because they don't know who's going to move into the neighborhood. And, and I think George wants a black guy uh, uh, fucking. And Archie wants a white guy, and then they find out he's Puerto Rican, so they start fucking teaming up against him And it's funny because both Archie and it says I I gotta look out for number one as in me And then fucking George says that as well, and then the Puerto Rican guy says the same thing to his wife I gotta look out for number one and um, I don't know it's fucking hilarious um, Because they start working together and the only thing that would bring them together is their hatred for another group of fucking people anyway, so that being said, um, oh yeah, I was, I was planning on doing some left bashing. Yeah, um, as far as being progressive goes, like, like I said, like the fucking fight against gays is absolutely absurd. The fight against fucking abortions is absolutely absurd. The fight, the fight against um, trans people is fucking absurd. Like, it's just like these people aren't really causing any harm to anyone, and it's like. I don't know. It, it, it's just, it's just like, oh, this is the way I see the world, and I don't want anything to disrupt it. That is the weakest fucking thing to be on. But, um, but then forcing people—that's that's when you get—we get to the point where you're forcing people to fucking be like this or be like that. To accept others as they are, absolutely 100%. But to force people to be a certain way or to force people to say you can't do this, you can't do that. that now, now you become the fascist. You have become the oppressor. It's like you—you in, in your fight to free people and to. Um, you know fight for the quality or whatever of life you, you you get this overcorrection where you've gone too far You know what I mean? It's like, you know, we don't want just want equality We want fucking more and more and more and then you become the uh, You know you're fighting you become what you're fighting against But also uh, not one thing I always say it's just like when when people are especially it's usually guilty white people um, Are constantly fighting for uh, like to defend all these fucking groups. It's like that's all well and good but it's like do you realize how fucking like the position that puts these people in like if these guys want to have any dignity at all and all they get to be is that fucking group of people that had to get defended by very bored fucking guilt ridden white people with nothing to do like fuck I don't know I don't know, for me personally, those are the worst people on the planet. I don't want to be racist, but I don't think uh, racism towards white people count. I don't give a shit. Like I say, I think it's because I am white, and I I would argue, or not argue, I don't want to argue. That's why I have a podcast. That's why there's no one on here. No, I've invited anyone and everyone to fucking join me on here. Nobody does. This is the sixth fucking cop I've seen in like 10 fucking minutes. I don't know what they're up to or what this guy's not up to. I don't know why he got left out. Oh, they were all racing towards the other way. This guy obviously got left out of the fucking fun and games, the reindeer games. Um, But anyway, um, it just—I just feel like that—that's—it's very—it's extremely offensive when you're, um, uh, ironically, when you're worried so much about offending these group of people that you treat them with kid gloves and you got to defend them all the time. It's like, to be that fucking person... I I think that would be more offensive. You know, to be such a fucking weak person... That you... No one can even fucking joke with you anymore. No one can even make fun of you. Even like... It's just like... I don't know. Like the whole punching down. Like, oh, you can't punch down. It's like, okay, so now you're establishing... That these group of people... You see them as below you. I fucking... I like to insult and make fun of everyone. Because I don't see myself as above anybody. And it's like, until you stop fucking... Like, I, I understand what what is being said. It's like these groups of people. But it's always rich people. It's always rich and powerful people fucking again. And then you can say, oh, well, because so many rich and powerful people are this color or that color. It's like, well, or, or, or sorry, that, you know what I mean? It's like you imagine that if you imagine that all fucking rich, powerful people are white and they're all male and they're all fucking uh, Christian or whatever, then you can say or whatever, you know, straight. And you want to imagine that any other races are immune or, or, or like, you know what I mean? Like, there's no oppression without, like, white people or males or whatever. There's no corruption. It's absurd. It's absolutely fucking absurd. I'll tell you right now, as a fucking somewhat fucking white, somewhat male, somewhat straight guy, Like, I mean, even if every single fucking powerful person on the planet fits all that criteria, it's... Absurd to, to believe that everyone in that group is fucking evil or, or, or is immune to fucking any sort of protection Like I'm not gonna say it's I mean there's definitely fucking advantages Absolutely, fucking I would never take any of that for granted, but to just imagine that like, you know, every single door is open to you It's also absurd. I don't know I've been fucking oppressed and, and not, not to the point of other groups. I don't want to belittle anybody's fucking struggle, especially when everyone's fighting for that bottom position of uh, being the most fucking hurt and the most fucking oppressed. Um, actually, a lot of time when guys are, are, are going on and on and on saying that you're evil because you're white, and it's like, yeah, but you're a guy, so you're evil because you're a guy, and I'm going to hold you accountable for every bad thing that's ever happened to a female at the fucking the hand of a man. It's just like, well, no, I don't like that. Like, of course you don't. So shut the fuck up, because it's the same fucking thing. But um, I don't know. I have ancestors that were oppressed because they were Irish. I have ancestors that were oppressive because they were English. I mean, I, I guess you could say that uh, I should feel bad or, or, or feel good uh, because of those things. I don't want to live in the fucking past. I love culture and I love history, but it's just like I don't want to fucking live, live like that. Or it's just like the other thing is, is people think that racism is just white versus black because that's all they learned about in uh, movies and TV. So it's like the only racism that really, really counts is white versus black. In North America, in my experience, it's very anecdotal. But I found that most people won't even fucking accept any other form of racism as racism because it's not what they define racism as, which is just white versus black. It's like the only form of slavery that's ever occurred was black versus, or sorry, white versus black in America, because that's just the one that's been publicized the most, the most books that have been made about it, most movies and shows and and then um, so that's what we learn most about, and I'm not saying that's not atrocious, but to imagine that that's the only version of it that counts that racism didn't occur before and, and isn't occurring currently because of one fucking place and one fucking form of slavery was abolished that it just no longer exists or it wasn't like occurring before the fucking, the white man created it in, uh, whatever. I don't know. It's, it's, there's, there's obviously a lot more to it. I obviously won't take a stand either way. You know me, I'm just going to sit on the fucking fence. Actually, I live down here in, uh, um, where, like part of where the, the, a lot of the, um, underground railroad ended. Um, I don't know. It's just like, being Canadian, it's like, well, a lot of people don't understand, like, difference, like, you know what I mean, like, a lot of people have Confederate flags down here, down here in the South, and it's just, like, it's just so absurd, it's, like, not only are you not part of the South, you're north of the fucking North, how stupid can you fucking get, like, just, they don't understand it at all, it's, like, I like it, though, all these douchebag flags, because sometimes you don't know how much of a douche someone is until you start talking to them, at least if they put those flags up, they're telling the world, I'm a fucking idiot, look at me, look at me, I'm a fucking moron, and then you don't have to wonder, so, uh, are all you guys flying your douche flags, your douchebag flags, thank you, I appreciate you fucking putting the flags up and letting us fucking know exactly who you are, um, you know, and a lot of them just fly the Canadian flags, and it's like, well, they've pretty much been fucking ruined, but God fucking bless you, um, I, now I know how merit most Americans must feel because it's just like you get the fucking douchiest most hurting fucking fat lazy fucking Undereducated idiots and they, they try to represent your country and it's like oh God But anyway, it is what it is What can you do this this fight never ends? It's like uh, Dave Chappelle, he's fighting for, like, you know, against, you know, racism towards black people. That's a noble cause, but then he's, like, he's getting into this battle with the fucking, uh, the gays and the fucking trans community and all those guys. And it's like, dude, back down. You're you're not going to fucking win. But he's, like, battling for last place. Like, he's talking about some guy being like, oh, uh, you know, this gay or trans or whatever person being like, oh, you know, we've been doing this battle for decades. But he's like, oh, my people have been doing this shit for centuries. And it's like, okay, that is completely ridiculous. It's like, you think that gay people and trans people just started getting fucking, uh, were like accepted up until like a few years ago and then, and now they've been having this battle? Like that's been forever. They've been battling forever. And it's just like every, like, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I appreciate you want, you want that bottom spot. You want it bad. Um, I don't know. At one point it was held for the Irish. There's that old saying. It's just like, what a fucking, um. You know, what a, or wait, what was it? It was like what a Polak would do for like a fucking, for a dollar, a fucking, or what a white man would do for a dollar. It starts with old whitey. A Polish guy would do for like $0.25, $0.50, and then an Italian guy would do for fucking $0.40. A black guy would do for $0.10, an Irishman would do for a nickel. Because that was the pecking order. That's why like the only fucking job an Irishman could get was high-rise construction and a fucking cop on the worst neighborhood ever. Um, because they were expendable. Regardless, they, uh, they fought hard for that bottom position, but because they're white, they're beyond white, they're whiter than fucking white, um, they never, they're never going to get any fucking, um, they're never going to get that respect for that bottom fucking tier position. So, you know, same thing with the fucking Jews, you know, they don't have the, it's like he says in, uh, what is that, uh, Liberty Heights, he's like, you don't have the skin thing. Because he's like, oh, Jews have been oppressed for way longer. Jews were sl- enslaved, like, you know, Jews built the pyramids, all this shit. And this black guy's like, I don't give a fuck about thousands of years ago. Like, oh, my, my daddy's granddaddy was a fucking slave. This took place in the 1950s. And he's like, but you don't have the skin thing. And it, it makes a very good point, though. It's just like, you know, because that, that whole fucking skin thing, that's a real thing. You know, when it comes to fucking racism and shit, it's a lot easier to fucking, uh, in, when you're in, in racist situations. The other thing is, a lot again, a lot of people have just seen racism on TV. They don't really understand what real racism is because we grew up in a fucking a place that doesn't really have it. Not like they do down in the fucking U.S. or throughout the world, you know. So it's like you, you imagine the fucking racism that you've seen on fucking TV here, and then you uh, try to uh, apply the mentality that would apply to that. It doesn't really fucking work. I mean, uh, but anyway also it's like it's like we're we're all just kind of like pretending to be a part of uh other people's lives because that's how we view it but it's just like you are about as much as you are like looking at animals at the fucking zoo a part of their lives you know it's like are you really uh experiencing what all these other people are and i'm not necessarily saying that's a bad thing like i mean i think one of the greatest thing in the world is to learn from other people and learn about their lives and how they you know what they've gone through and what this and that, I think that is one of the greatest things, is to just keep learning, I think that is definitely the solution, if any, to, um, well, two solutions, one was, like, some Morgan Freeman says, like, everyone just shut the fuck up, we'd all just forget about it, you know, all this racial shit, but, um, I don't think that's really true, but I, I do appreciate the sentiment that he's going on, that he said, um, but I think, yeah, once you just start learning about people, because, okay, what what is racism? What is all, all these prejudices? What is the profile? What is all this? Those are human fucking traits that we all fucking possess. Those are things animals possess. Those are, those are natural. Those are in us. Now, when do they they apply when you don't know? your The fear of the unknown is a fucking way that we keep ourselves safe. Now, how the fuck do we overcome that? You just get to know people. Once you get to know a group of fucking people more and more and more, or even just take it on the singular. You see a guy, you see a black guy, you see a Chinese guy, you see a white guy, you see a, a guy, a girl, whatever. You make all these assumptions based on that. As soon as you start fucking getting to know that person, you no longer fucking them that way. You just see that fucking person. You see them for what's good or bad or whatever. You see them for their actions, their, their their personality. And all that shit just fucking melts away. So, you know, the best thing to do is just learn about as many people as possible. And uh, that's going to cure this you know, all this fucking, um, the hate, you know, only love kills a demon, like he says in, uh, America, uh, fuck, anyway, you guys, I think, understand what I'm saying, I want to give you guys a bunch of examples, but I don't like naming names, and I don't like giving it. but like, you know, when you don't know someone, you can think this and that, you know, you make all these assumptions based on what your brain is telling you, based on, um, you know things from your past things from you, you know, you've seen TVs movies all this fucking shit And the thing is I always say is um, I profile everybody I make all these assumptions and you know nothing gives me greater pleasures when they prove me wrong or if it's a positive uh, Assumption when they prove you're right. I always uh, think that but anyway, yeah just learned you know you learn more and more about people and shit and then all of a sudden you're not afraid of it anymore You can be like little Kevin McAllister and go outside and be like, I'm not afraid anymore! (laughs) I think everyone should do that all the time. Stand up to your fears and just stop being afraid, you know? That's that's a huge one. Anyway. um, ah, I love you all. Be well. Stop being so full of fucking hate and judgment and... um, uh, what's the other side of that, you know what, maybe judge and hate a little bit more, how about that, try that, if you never tried it, then fucking give it a go, you know, don't be afraid to uh, just, just be a little bit offensive, be a little bit racist, be a little bit sexist, it's not, uh, it's kind of fun, you know, <laughs> anyway, I love you all, be well.
1: Hello, my lovelies. How are you doing today? It's a beautiful day, isn't it? Yes, it is. I started the day off proper. Call a fucking phone company. Now, you can't call the phone company anymore for some fucking reason. All you can do is call them and they tell you they've got a text message, yeah? Then you check your text message, and then they say, oh, we're gonna talk to you on our website. Then you go over to the old-fashioned internet, and then you talk to them there, and you say, hey, I need to talk to a person. That's kind of where we started. Would you like to throw a fucking fax machine in the middle of this? Possibly a fucking telegram? Fuck's sakes, for a communication company, why are you so bad at fucking communicating? If someone explain that to me, fuck off. So anyway, I'll finally get them on customer service, so I've got to use this voice. Just just to make it a little bit of fun, right? Isn't it? Nah, I'm
0: just joking. Obviously, I didn't ever get a hold of a person. But fuck, they're so fucked. I've been trying to get a hold of these cocksuckers since November to resolve some fucking issues. I need a new fucking phone. Tried to order one online to make this simpler and easier. No, not a fucking chance. (laughs) Who knows where they shipped it to? Oh, anyway. I
1: don't know what you're you're thinking. You're thinking, yo, oi. Sorry, I just translate that. Oi. Big Ron, what was your fucking problem? Why are you telling us about your cell phone issues? We don't give a fuck. Well, you should, because it's my phone that I do the podcasts on so if my phone doesn't work then I can't do this anymore and it's you who will suffer my beloved fans, all three of you are gonna suffer
0: anyway ah, fuck the guy at the fucking kiosk what a cocksucker, I don't know what it is he's a fucking dick, not just to me but to like most people there now, I feel for the guy, it's the worst fucking job possibly on the planet, dealing with uh people i deal with the goddamn customers that was a reference to uh, office space (laughs) the guy that deals with the customers (laughs) and the goddamn engineers anyway um fucking (laughs) but like phone companies are already the worst fucking thing on the planet Uh, uh, especially here in canada for some for whatever fucking reason I think we pay more than anyone in the world, except for like Botswana or some shit. I don't fucking know somewhere, somewhere deep in the fucking jungles of Africa, they fucking uh, someone has a little bit higher rates for f- phones and service. But uh, other than that, it's Canada, obviously, of course, it makes sense. But anyway, um, I don't even. I'm not even complaining about the fucking over getting overcharged. I'm just getting complained about getting treated like shit holy fuck and the way they try to screw you on the warranties and shit <laughs> like the one guy is going to, is going like trying to talk to this fucking idiot at the kiosk this dickhead and he's like the, the guy's just asking him like a series of fucking questions to so be like oh yeah it's not our fault you avoided the warranty but they just get stupider as he goes he's like oh did you like put it in a fucking oven uh no did you put it did you like run water did you put it in the bathtub like no And it's just like, but like, you know what I mean? Like things like that. But then they just got so fucking stupid to the point where he asked him, did you take it out? Did you take this phone outside? And the guy just stopped and looked at him. He's like, buddy, it's a cell phone. Like, are you fucking serious? (laughs) Like, unless he lives here at the kiosk with you and the mall and his home is this mall and he never fucking goes outside, in which case I don't know why he would ever need a cell phone. What the fuck are you like? Are you serious? Is that really one of these questions? Did you take it outside? Like, it's a fucking cell phone. What the fuck do you think? Of course, that voids the warranty. Did you make a call on it? Because that also voids the warranty. Did you touch it? Oh, shit. Sorry, that voids the warranty. Fuck. Did you charge it? Did you let the battery die? Because both of those void the warranty. Fuck. (laughs) I don't know. What can you do? This is the fucking world we live in. It is what it is, but the thing is, is like how the fuck, I, I mean, I remember the dark ages before cell phones, like it was a fucking twat trying to fucking, uh, or sorry, sorry, you didn't even realize you just lived without the fucking thing. Now it's like trying to live without a goddamn cell phone. Good fucking luck. It's, uh, it's virtually impossible. I held out for as long as I could. I remember I had my fucking pager going, or before that it was like absolutely nothing. But then I thought, ah, I'll just have a fucking pager and I'll just use payphone. But then you're walking around like Kramer when he has all the fucking change. And he goes to buy a calzone, And it's like, what the fuck? You got all these fucking, like, $1,000 of quarters. Oh, God. And then, yeah, like, what are you going to do? It's, it's fucking shit. Payphones are fucking filthy, disgusting places for fucking homeless people and hookers. And homeless hookers, there's some overlap there. I remember one hooker was all upset that I was using her fucking place of business. It's like, yo, fuck off. Like, shit, I got people to call. Fuck, those cocks are still going to be there when you fucking get off the phone. Why the hell you got to set everything up by phone? Can't you do some in-person service? Jesus Christ, even hookers can't even do fucking in-person service anymore. Jesus, what are you doing? Fucking phone sex? Fuck.
1: Oh, I forgot to put my fucking heat on my feet. Oh I've just caught the defog going on because my windshield is all iced up. Now I've got a hot head and cold toes. So I don't know what to do about that. I thought winter was over. Did I miss the fucking news that winter was gonna go on for another three months? Fucking hell. Anyway, I'm gonna get into work early today, cause it's uh I don't know, fuck, I I fucking don't know, I'm fucking tired, okay, I'm ready for fucking bed, to be honest, ah, fucking hell, alright guys, be well, I love you all, top the morning to you.